What's poppin' stay Regal fam? This is y'all girl, Regal, and you guys are tuned into the hottest podcast for self-love and saying fuck self-doubt, Stay Regal Radio. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. And today, I wanted to dive into something that's kind of a spillover from my podcast with my homeboys, Roderick Lamar and Leon, on our Culture of the Sexes podcast. And I want to shout out my homegirl, Moonflower, because she definitely came up with one of the dopest names ever for a podcast. I love you, boo. And we had a topic. We did our segment questions, and we call that Women Line, Men Line. You guys should check it out. But I asked the question if they would rather their woman need and want them or if they just wanted a woman who just wanted him. And the responses that I received from it or that we received from it were, it was mind blowing to me, honestly, because I feel like I'm at a place where I don't want to need or I don't need anyone in a relationship or, you know, for that matter, really anybody I feel like I need the air in my lungs to live. I need God. And I need my baby. Of course, there's people who are staples in my life, who are part of my roots of this tree of life. But at the end of the day, as long as I got Jesus and air in my lungs, I don't really need nobody. And the men were saying that, well, one was saying how he has had women in the past who didn't need them. He didn't need him. And he didn't know how to treat them women because he felt like they were too strong for him. And I know I'm speechless right now, but it's just kind of crazy to me because I feel like women can't win for losing. It's either we're gold diggers who are just trying to suck men dry or we're too strong if we don't need you. And when I say need, I mean that in a multitude of different ways, financially, uh, spiritually, you know, sexually, there's all different types of ways I feel like we don't need another human being. And one of the gentlemen, I was like, I was saying that, you know, I feel like it's better to be wanted in a relationship because when the need of a person runs out, what's keeping you around? And for me, that would be my want for them, my desire to have them in my life my wants and my desires to choose them every single day because that's who I want in my life and who I want to spend my time with, who I want to share experiences with and make experiences with. And one of the rebuttals I got, which was just mind boggling, you guys, it was, okay, so if you don't need me, then you want somebody else the next day? What if you just want somebody? We want all different types of stuff. What if I just want something different? Or you want something different out of nowhere? <clears throat> and for me, it was saying, just because I'm telling you that I don't need you does not mean that I don't want you and that I'm going to want you every single day. I feel like when we think back to when we actually needed another human being, It takes us to childhood, right? When we needed our mother because we couldn't feed ourselves. We couldn't do for ourselves. We couldn't change ourselves. We couldn't do anything for ourselves but be. And for men to say they want their woman to need them, it's like, well, do why do you want your woman to be totally dependent on you? Or maybe not even totally dependent, but dependent upon you to where she needs you to live. To me, I feel like, and I definitely, I felt like I've been there before. 
where I wanted people to need me. It felt good because it made me feel powerful. But I think if we're just being honest, and y'all know I'm kind of going to be talking about some of my Celestine prophecy stuff, it's one of those control dramas because if you feel like someone needs you, then they're giving you their energy because they need you to continue on. So they're going to give you their energy because they feel like they need you. And if they don't give you this energy, then you're going to leave. And I just feel like when we unpack that a little bit more, there's a lot of insecurities in there. There's a lot of control freakness in there, however you want to say it. And it's just kind of toxic because... We want someone who's a grown adult, can make decisions for themselves, know how to take care of themselves, and ultimately, at the end of the day, knows what's best for themselves. We want them to need us, to be dependent upon us. And it was just like, a okay, there's so much work that has to be done. And I was really kind of, I guess I'll say proud of one of them to be honest and say, you know, when the woman didn't need me, I didn't know how to treat her. But as a woman who is standing on her own two feet, knows how to do her, handle her shit, is working on building a legacy, you treat her the same way, I guess not the same way you would treat a woman who doesn't need you in the sense of mentally and emotionally. But if you take your girl out on dates, who needs you and you're paying for it, do the same thing for a woman who has money. You know what I'm saying? If you buy her gifts and you do things like that, continue to do those things for a woman who you feel like doesn't need you. And just because we don't need your presence, we want it. And we're still women, whether we're bosses, doctors, CEOs, whatever have you, we still love to feel feminine. We still like to be, hey, I thought about you and I got you this. Even if we can get it ourselves. And I just want men to really, really reflect and do some you time as to why you feel like you need a woman to need you before you can feel comfortable and confident in a relationship. Because you should feel confident knowing that she's not, she doesn't need me because I'm a meal ticket. She doesn't need me because I'm a place to stay. She doesn't need me because I provide X, Y, and Z, but she wants me in her life simply because she enjoys my presence. I bring something to her life and she wants this connection to continue. And for me, I think that's way more powerful than somebody just needing a place to stay, needing, um, a man that looks good on paper, Needing a significant other who is going to get their hair done all the time and get their nails done all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if they can't do that for themselves and they're just using you for a specific reason, something that they have not learned how to provide for themselves, if I were you, I'd be concerned. (laughs) I would be concerned because eventually that need is going to run out. Or if the need doesn't run out and they just get fed up of putting up and tolerating you because they have that need, they're just going to find someone else to fulfill the need. And I think it's better to be desired. And yeah, you may look at something else, see something else, but that doesn't mean you're going to want to jeopardize what you got going on with this person because 
You're actually choosing to have them in your life. And that's powerful. And not just for the men, but women too. Because like I said, I've been there before where I needed or felt like I needed to be needed by someone. It made me feel, like I said, powerful. But I realized the power is really in someone choosing to be with you. Not because they need you, but simply because they want you. And when I think back on past relationships, I don't think I've ever been in one where I wasn't needed. And it's sad because now I can see why the treatment that I received in those relationships were as such. Because I was being tolerated. Maybe I was annoying because they really didn't fucking rock with me like that. And... I just don't think we should set ourselves up to be put in these situations where we're going to have to deal with that type of pain. And so, I don't know, you guys share your thoughts with me. What do you think on the topic? Would you prefer to be needed in a relationship or would you prefer to be wanted? Um, I'm going to still stand by mine. I want to be wanted. I want to be desired. I want you to choose to have me in your life, not because you need me. Um, so just throwing that out there, hint, hint for anybody who may be interested in your girl. And so that kind of brings me to my next my next topic. How we have an, a way of overusing certain words. As we were discussing this on the other on my culture with the sexist podcast, one of the guys kept saying, Well, don't need me to go grocery shopping or don't need me to put gas in your car if that if you don't need me, or don't need me to pick up the kids. And I totally get it, you know, a play on words because it's so easy for us to say, hey, I need you to do this for me. Oh, I need you to do this for me. Or can you do this for me? Because I need you to do this. And I feel like some words have been so watered down by overusage by the masses and not just in our own personal lives. So need. We tell people, oh, I need you. I need you. And I don't think we really understand how powerful our words are and how spelling is when you speak, you kind of cast a spell. And that's why affirmations are so powerful. And I know some people may get kind of weirded out because I said you cast a spell, but even the Bible tells us that there's power in the tongue. You know what I mean? So if all religions around the world are telling you to be mindful of what you say, why isn't that something that we practice more? Why do we constantly tell people, oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And simply instead of simply just saying, hey, can you do this for me? Would you be able to do this? Because at the end of the day, we truly don't need anybody to do things for us. We want them to. It would be nice. But we can really F up our own mentality by thinking we need people and tricking ourselves into believing that we need people. And at the end of the day, you really don't need no one one but yourself because everything that we truly need in this world is already within us. We just haven't tapped into it. We haven't unlocked it and we haven't unleashed it. And we haven't learned to utilize it in our everyday lives. But once we learn how to go in and get closer to God, the only other thing that we need besides the air in our lungs, we're able to really truly see how powerful powerful we are and how we truly don't lack anything. We just haven't learned how to use our different skills and the different powers and the gifts that have been given to us since birth. And if you don't know that you should be looking for these things, then how can you? 
if you're continuously telling somebody, oh, I need you to do this for me because you're better at this than me. You don't give yourself an opportunity to see how damn good you are or try to even build on some skills by doing it yourself because you've already told this person, you've already in your mind accepted defeat that I can't do this and I need them to do it for me. So I want us to be mindful of that. And another word I feel like is completely overused is love. Oh, I love that. I love this. I love that place. I love this dress. I love it. I love it. We say we love every damn thing. And see, on the one hand, when it comes to like materialistic things and things of the flesh and things of the world, we definitely got to tap into that and be mindful. I feel like when it comes to like things of nature, we should show more love and appreciation for this world because all of us are connected. All humans, all nature, all the natural beauty, we are all connected because we were all created by the one true creator. So he created everything, then we have to all be connected. So we should say, you know, oh my gosh, I love these trees. And because I love these trees, I'm not going to cut them down because they provide X, Y, and Z. Ooh, because I love this beach, I want to keep this beach clean because this is a natural wonder. And things like that. So I just want to encourage you guys to just be mindful about the things that are coming out of your mouth. Um, Especially when it comes to talking about yourself. We're so quick to say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid, I forgot to do this. And so what you're always telling yourself, especially if you're a forgetful person, is I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. But why would you want to constantly tell yourself that? Because as law of attraction states, what you continuously put energy and thought and time into is what's going to come back to you. So if you're feeling like you're stupid and that's all you ever say, then you're going to do stupid things. You're not going to read. Maybe you don't spend time writing because you keep telling yourself you're stupid. We got to stop doing those things. Maybe instead of saying, oh, I'm stupid, I forget everything. I'm going to be more mindful so that I don't always lose my keys and switch it. And then so now you're really going to be mindful and intentional about, okay, let me put my keys here so I don't forget it. Or let me grab the water bottle now so I don't forget it because you've put the energy and the intention into the world that you're going to be more mindful and you're not going to lose things and so we can really be basically saying the same thing but it's all about how you deliver it and before I even really started working on affirmations and doing manifestations I used to always say you can say anything but it's just about how you deliver it and I didn't even realize how I was setting myself up to really dive into what some part of me must have knew was true. And so when it all came to me, I guess I really see why I was able to be open-minded and perceive it because this is something I'd already told myself. Yeah, you can, everybody says stuff or how you say it. It's all about how you say it. Delivery is everything. And so I just want you guys to be mindful of that. Um, I seen a meme by the the mother mother goddess Erica Badu and she was just saying take a pen a real pen with real paper and write down your real goals because when you do that like spelling is a spell and so 
Write your goals out. Cast your goals spell over your life. Watch it and you write it down. You speak to it as if it's already happened and then you act as if it's already going on. Your brain can't decipher if something has happened now or later. But if you're telling your brain, this is happening now, I'm doing this now, it's going to operate as if it's happening now. And our minds are so powerful. Once we learn to conquer our mind, we can conquer anything. We can conquer anything. And now I know, like, I'm definitely preaching to myself because there's some, there's definitely things going on in my life where I've been needing that reminder. I definitely, I didn't even have that plan to say today. (laughs) But you can conquer anything. Wow. If you put your mind to it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it, man? Now, before I go too deep into thought, too deep into thought, man, I kind of want to talk to you guys about insecurities and fear that we can have about certain situations. And for me, let me just speak from personal reference. I used to get so nervous and insecure around men, especially black men. I would act weird I feel like just that whole awkward encounter with people eyes darting not knowing what to say when I did speak I'm like tripping and stumbling over my words because I don't feel confident in myself and I had to ask myself like as I've been going through this self-love journey like what is that about but I feel like with any type of insecurities it all kind of stems and goes back to self-doubt not feeling good enough and then that negative self-talk, I'm going to say something stupid. I don't want to look at him. Oh, my gosh. And then you start, oh, am I fat? Is my role hanging out? Is this happening? Da, 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 da. And then everything that you constantly tell yourself isn't good enough, you start thinking of those things. And then you start putting that energy out. And you start to feel awkward. And you start feeling like you're not good enough. And then you've beaten yourself down so much that when you do have these interactions, you just like, I'd rather not say shit. I'd rather not say, hey, how you doing? And just stop being a weirdo. I'm just going to, if I say that, then they're going to say this. And I don't know. And then I feel you just start thinking and fearing what could potentially happen. And just instead of putting yourself out there and seeing what actually will happen. You know what I mean? And for me, I would find difficulty in having conversations with men. I would avoid it at any way possible. I felt like oh, I'm so tall and I'm so big. And I honestly just didn't see how men could find me attractive because of my size. Because I didn't think anything good of myself because of my size. And in doing this podcast with these two brothers. And you know, none of us are attracted to each other. It's just on some real cool, homie type platonic stuff. And we feed off one another. And we sharpen each other. And we really just try to build each other up. And going into it, I had a little apprehension, but I was in my super fuck self-doubt, let's get it, you know, phase, not phase, lifestyle. And I was like, okay, you got to put that aside because you are good enough, girl. And these are just people at the end of the day and they bleed just like you do. Well, 
Anyway, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we are all going to die and we all got to answer to God. So why are you putting men on such a pedestal when you're a fucking queen? Like you're a goddess. And I really had to just check myself. But as I've been working with them, it's definitely made me feel better about sparking conversations with random people who are men. I don't know because I'm more, much more comfortable um, having different conversations about all different types of things with men now. And so I just want to encourage you guys, like, if there's something that you've been insecure about, put yourself right in the thick of it. And then tell you, but build yourself up before you get there, sis. You know, tell yourself, I have nothing to be afraid of. I am powerful. My voice is valid. It's valid. I have important things to say. And I can add something impactful to this world or to this situation. You deserve that seat at the table. And I think sometimes we allow our insecurities and our doubt to really bully us into being a fearful person who is terrified of rejection. But we've already rejected ourselves by not even allowing ourselves to speak up. We've already rejected ourselves when someone might be waiting to talk to you. Just waiting. And I just swear, like, we really don't know how bomb we are at times. Now, this is not anything to do with men, but you guys know I've been working at this salon. And there's this client that would come. And like she was just super pretty. And I was always like, oh my gosh, your hair is so beautiful. She was real sweet. And then I just know one time... It's so crazy. We started talking. We introduced ourselves. And we're like, all right, cool. You know, see you next time. And usually I'm real good with names and remembering people. Especially in the salon. I've gotten really good at that. But this particular time she was sitting under the dryer. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really say nothing. I don't know. I was going through a lot of stuff mentally that day. She was under the dryer. I probably had already, you know, hey, how you doing when she came in? And then she just spoke to me and she was like, hey, Regal, you know, how's everything going with the, I think she said the job search or did you find a place to live for you and your baby yet? And so that instantly let me know like, okay, we've had a conversation about life before because she knows kind of what's going on with me right now. And then I was like, you know what, let me just go talk to her. So I was heating up my lunch in the back and I went over and I just, we just started chopping it up. And then everything that we were saying, like, yes, we were just like in alignment with each other, talking about spirituality and then just how I was feeling about certain stuff and what I've been learning. And she's just like, yep, yep, I definitely get what you're saying. And it was cool. So like, I don't know, a couple of minutes into the conversation, I was like, I'm sorry, girl, what's your name again? And then she told me her name was Gab. And I was like, that's right. And I was like, Gabby. And I said her last name. She was like, yep, that's me. I'm like, okay, now I remember my bad. She's like, don't trip. And she was like, you know, I was sitting here and I was looking at you and I was just like, just say something. And a part of me was kind of afraid to say something to you. And I was like, you're afraid to speak to me? And she was like, yeah, you know, I just think like you're so dope. You're so cool. And in my mind, I'm like, what? Like, why is somebody afraid to talk to me? Because I'll be the same way. Like, damn, I want to say something, but I don't know how they're going to react. 
And then so now I find myself more so just like, hey, girl, what's up? Like, I love your top. And I'll just spark conversations with people a lot more easily. And if y'all have been knowing me for a long time, you like, Becky, you've already been doing that. But you guys, sometimes it's a lot harder for me to engage with people than you guys think. But I am such a people person. Y'all know I got that Gemini thing going on. So 50-50. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's real easy if I get out of my own way. But back to what I was trying to tell you guys. We never know how somebody views us and how they may be having a difficult time just to say hey because they think we wanted the cool kids you know and we are but they are too so if I just would have got out of my own way like hey what's up and let her know like you don't have to feel nervous or insecure and y'all when I tell you I have been so blessed by just speaking with her in the short interactions that we've had I now follow her on um on IG and she's just so, she's such a mindful person. She's so wise. And we just vibe. She's so cool. Like, I really, really love that girl. And I'm so happy that she got out of her own way that day and just spoke up. Because now I feel like that connection was definitely meant to happen. And I feel like that connection and that interaction has been in, lo- in alignment well, what's going to happen in my future and obviously her future too. And then just how we clicked and connect is such a beautiful thing. So we could really be missing out on people who can help get us to the next level. Um, people who have vital information that, you know, sometimes we'd be asking God and question like, all right, God, like, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do this time? And sometimes we're so closed off in, in our own minds that we don't look to the these special people that he has around us that may have the tidbit of information that we need or the knowledge to push us to the next level all because we're too insecure to say hi or we think someone may diss us or maybe snotty or whatever we're thinking and all of it is just false evidence none of it's real it's all a, a bad perception you know that this is gonna happen but no 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 that may happen but we don't know if we don't try. So just get out there and talk to people, network, connect with others. And I guarantee you, like I've been doing so much networking and connecting since October and I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. I definitely am going to be doing more this year, but it's a lot easier now and just to go and talk to people and really just start building rapport. We don't have anything to hide from each other. Like everybody's going through something everybody on this planet trying to get it together everybody sees all the effed up shit going on and we all have to deal with it one way or another so why not share a a conversation share a laugh share a smile we never know how much that can help that person and you don't know what may come of that don't be blocking your blessings y'all don't be blocking your blessings So, I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about how I've been feeling about my image, right? And not like like the image I want to put on for everybody to see, but just how I look, how I feel about the way I look. And I don't really want to say rebrand, but basically rebrand. I feel like you know, when I was working and I had money, I feel like I definitely dressed how I felt. I had all different types of outfit, different types of shoes. 
And your girl was just always killing the game. And I felt like since I haven't been making the money that I've wanted, excuse me, or I wasn't able to shop how I wanted, I didn't let myself go. Like, I just really be feeling like, uh, or meh about how I look and not putting much effort into it because I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do. And, you know, I still know how to make myself look good, you know, and I feel comfortable without wearing makeup or I do feel bomb in makeup. And I feel good about myself in that sense. And I always feel like, okay, I look cute. But I just be feeling like sometimes I be like, I go out the house and I be like, damn, you can't go out the house like this no more. Like, this is not cool. One, I'm a businesswoman. And sometimes y'all, when I be going out, like, I do not be trying to matching the brand of Regal's gems. And it's like, yeah, I wear my jewelry, but are you really putting on the best representation of Regal that you can? No, I, I haven't been. And a lot of it, I kind of feel like there's a mixture of it. Yeah, the financial issue, but it was crazy. I was wondering because if y'all didn't see, like, if y'all go back a couple of six months and y'all see my pictures, y'all gonna see me in my red vans, right? <laughs> I be wearing my red Vans a lot and I do that a lot where I'll buy like a pair of shoes and I'll just wear that pair of shoes. But it's like, it's okay for you to have different options of shoes, Rebecca. Like you can wear multiple different, you know, multiple shoes. Like maybe you don't always got to wear those shoes. And so I was driving on the freeway and I was just kind of thinking back. I think me and Jay was talking about shoes and stuff. And she was like, I want some new shoes. Now, Jay ain't like me. And my baby got hella shoes, right? She might wear just two. But Jay got a few good pairs of shoes, right? And I'm like, damn, Jay, you have shoes. Like, why do you feel like you need more? And she's like, I don't know. I just want new shoes. And I just start thinking, like, well, why is it bad for her to want new shoes? Like, even though she has shoes, like, if she wants another pair, she sees another pair that's cute. Like, that's fine. And then, so, I started asking myself, like, where did that come from? And then I just remember, like, mom not always having money, you know? And my brothers and sisters, they always wanted Nikes and Jordans and stuff like that. And I would be like, no, nah, mom, just take me to Payless. You know, I'm good. Don't trip on me. Like, just give me a few pairs or give me one pair of shoe. And then so, because I didn't want Nikes and stuff when she had, like, money like that, she would buy me, like, a few pair of little cheap Payless shoes. But, like, if she didn't have it like that, which was often, you know, she would buy me, like, a pair of K-Swiss. And I would just wear those K-Swiss, like, every single day. And I would make everything match with it. And then as I looked back and I just started thinking about my life, like, I remember doing that in high school. Like, I wear, I had two pairs of Chuck Taylors, but I wore those every single day. I had a black pair and as um a red pair and i wore those i when i wore those into the damn mud like i fucked those shoes up and then i just think like whenever i do have shoes i don't get myself multiple pairs of shoes and i'm like yo it's time to break that cycle because as fly as i feel on the inside i want that to reflect on the outside and i think not only that hegemon I gotta break but also you know saying fuck self doubt wear what the fuck you wanna wear and I know y'all some of y'all be like girl you do you be wearing crop tops and all that and I do but sometimes 
I just, I get disheartened shopping and stuff like that. And I just haven't been putting much energy and effort into myself like I want to. I always say I'm so tired of my afro. I wear this afro all the time. Well, can't get your hair done. That's it. And I be having the money, you know, and it's like, well, what do you choose to spend your money on? You rather go out to eat instead of going buying you some shoes. Hmm? Well, how many times have you gone out to eat this month? Damn, can't you just buy a pair of shoes? Like, you be good. Go cook. You know, and so it's really, really about being honest with myself and saying it's not only the financial. You have other things that you spend your money on that you could be making the time to spend on yourself. Spend on yourself to make yourself feel better. To really match your branding. You know, I always say hashtag stay regal, hashtag stay fly. And I got to live that shit. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to be working on that this year. And onward, 2020, y'all going to see your girl out here looking bad. What's up, y'all? So it has been a good, okay, it's damn never been a month since I recorded the last half of this episode and I've grown since then because the growth game got to stay on that shit 24-7. But anyway, in that time, I was talking about my fashion and stepping it up. And I realized something. Y'all know the memes that be going around of the Kardashians like 10 years ago? And they be like, don't trip. You ain't ugly. You just broke. That's what the fuck was going on. <laughs> if I want to be honest with y'all. Because your girl didn't got a little coins or whatever. And I was able to do the things that I had told y'all I was going to do. And it just was like, sometimes I be so hard on myself. And I be analyzing and thinking deep. Y'all know I be going deep and stuff. And it's good. I love that part of my personality. But sometimes it's like, girl, nah. Like, yes, you do need to up your shoe game. I stand by that. And I have. I got me some cute shoes or whatever. And I'm not done. But I wasn't in a position to where I could financially go shopping as I was accustomed to. I wasn't in a position where my appearance was the utmost importance. You know? Yeah, I made myself look presentable. But I couldn't be as fly as I wanted to. And that's okay. Now that I got some money coming in, got some coins, I was able to go shopping, you know, and it was a damn good feeling. I mean, just to get, y'all know how it is when you're able to afford your beauty products that you know work well for you and you ain't got to go get the one that's $5 or $7 cheaper, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I can shop for myself at the same time as I can buy my baby some stuff. Like, oh. Lord, it has been such an amazing feeling. And just to be able to put what I've been wanting to wear with my confidence, I really feel like I've just been walking around glowing and loving it and spreading this light and magic with the world. And people have been like, oh my gosh. And big girls, I see y'all and y'all see me. And I appreciate the love y'all out here in these streets giving regal because when y'all see me, y'all never hesitate to let me know how bomb I've been looking. And that's never really been a problem for me because 
well, I won't say that because I definitely feel like the climate and the the community of big girls and the way we view each other has changed. And ooh, pin that. Gonna dive into that a little bit later, but. Everywhere I go, people are just like, oh my God, you're so confident. You're so beautiful. I love that outfit. I love that shirt. You need to just share with me. Show me how to do that. And that's what this podcast is all about. Showing people that self-love is ugly as fuck sometimes. Because looking in that mirror and realizing, okay, I'm the problem. Um, In some situations, like my toxic thinking, my toxic behaviors... My negative self-thought and talk and self-hatred. All that shit is what's breeding the circumstances of my life. And the situations that I find myself in is because of my doing or lack of action in certain situations. So when we hold that mirror up, I think a lot of people don't want to deal with that. But if you want to be free and you want to have confidence, you want to truly love yourself, you got to deal with that shit. And that's just really all that there is. We always are trying to, you'll get over it. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Stop getting over shit and get through shit. Um, Find a way. Do the work. Work through it. Because that's the only way to really feel like where you want to be. Or the shit that you admire in others. The only reason to get that freedom or have the things that you want is to do the work. So that's what I have to say about that. And I just brought up a really good thought. So... I know me, myself, personally, I wasn't able to love and appreciate bigger women because I didn't love and appreciate myself. Um, In the last few years, that's definitely changed tremendously. Um, And you guys know I'm bisexual. I like men and women, for those who don't know what bisexual is, but it's 2020, so who doesn't? But anyway, I like men and women. And I would always say, like, yeah, you know, but I don't like big girls and... Um, I just, I don't want to be with somebody that's the same size. Or I used to say, no, my saying was her gut can't be the same size as mine. It gotta, she can have a gut, but it's just gotta be smaller. And it's like being someone who's big, why would you even put that out there? Like that you don't fuck with your own kind. And I'm always on black men and black people in general who don't date inside their race or anybody who doesn't date inside their race. I think it's crazy, but I wasn't willing to date within my community as far as the big women because they was big and I didn't love myself. I was hella insecure. I didn't find myself attractive. And so I was projecting that shit out into the world. But baby, now that I realize how fucking fly and beautiful I am without any accolades, without accomplishing shit, without me butt as bare naked without a dime in my bank account nothing going for myself i am a fucking amazing goddess like and just knowing that man i've been seeing big women in a totally different way a totally different light there's some big women i'm like damn girl shit where we going like because i'm with you you feel me like i ain't going nowhere if it ain't with you And so, I just want to encourage y'all, get yourself together, man. Really start loving yourself differently because the way you view this world that we in, the way you view people who are like you, you start to see them as human. 
as someone who deserves love, as someone who deserves compassion, um, someone who deserves to be treated kindly and be respected. And I couldn't, for the life of me, in a dating aspect, give that to women within the big girl community. And if I'm being honest, which I know I do, really talking down about big girl. Oh, look at that. Look at how she do. She doing this. And now it's something when I see people doing or hear people doing it, I'm like, hey, uh-uh. Like, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I don't care what she got on. I don't care if you feel like her, or her shorts too tight or her shirt too tight. Like, she's gorgeous. And I stand and I uh, protect and I rally for them because they don't deserve that shit. And I feel like just within the last couple of years, there has been a shift within the big girl community because we are choosing to say, you know what? Society going to get whatever damn body I give it and they going to love that shit. And if they ain't going to love it, they still going to respect me because I'm not going to be so insecure that I accept whatever BS they trying to throw to me. Because I'm not going to lie. I know I've personally felt like I have to accept whatever there is because I don't deserve what someone with the size 6 waist and a big booty deserves. Or uh, even a size 14, you know, with a small waist and a fat ass. Like, we always, I always felt like I was less than them women just because I was bigger. And so now that there's this level of self-acceptance that's just within our community and we have trailblazers like Monique and Missy and Lizzo and Regal, because I'm claiming it, um, really being confident and saying, you know what, this is my body and I love myself. And if you don't like it, then you can go screw yourself. And I hope you find the peace and happiness within yourself to stop trying to treat people like shit because it's not working anymore and we go on about our day and we live our lives and people see that and I really think that what I've learned is the best thing that we can do for society and this world that we're living is in is to be authentically yourself love that show up and show people that it's okay to be different it's okay to do what you excuse me, to do what you want, to say what you want, to dress how you want, people's opinion of you be damned. Um, Because I think that's what breeds so much insecurity is the false narrative that we make up in our mind of other people's thoughts of us or what other people are going to say. And we have this whole false reality going on in our mind that stifles us from pushing forward to from being bold from being brave and courageous because of what they quote unquote I'm doing air quotes might say what they might think first of all who the fuck is they second why do they matter and three why are you putting other people's opinion of yourself higher than you do yourself because you're the only one that has to live with you the only one for the rest of your life You're not going anywhere unless, Lord forbid, you pass away. So why not learn how to forgive yourself for the mistakes that you made because you're human? We're all going to make mistakes and none of us are perfect. Start accepting yourself for who you are, where you are, and what you are. And then three, learn to love yourself and build a bomb-ass loving relationship with yourself because you're not going anywhere. And that's the only person that, I mean, you have to, no matter what, deal with for the rest of your life. 
Everybody else, you don't have to. Even your kids, at the end of the day, if you don't want to talk to them, you don't have to. Your parents, your siblings, your friends, anybody, your dude, your girl, you don't got to deal with none of them motherfuckers if you decide, hey, y'all too much, I got to go, I can't do this. You do not have to be bothered with them. But you can't do that shit for yourself. You stuck, like Chuck. So... And that means I say stuck. You get the privilege of being with you every single day. Why not make that the best damn relationship that you're in? And once that shit really just threw me when I, I seen a quote or a meme or something about like, you ha- I, have to, I had to forgive myself because I realized that I had to live with myself for the rest of my life. And I was like, oh, damn. If that's not the realest shit I've ever read on social media... And it really made me think, like, I really got to start. Now, and and it was in the middle of my self-love journey. So it didn't say make me think like I got to start. But it just further confirmed why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it just kept pushing me for like, nah, I really got to dig deep and deal with the shit that I dislike myself for. The shit that makes you disgusted with yourself. <clears throat> And the things that nobody knows that you carry around in your head. And you're like, well, you did that. And you did this. So you must be a bad person. And, well, you know that one time where you did this and you were over there with Johnny and you let them do this to you. Okay, I did. And I can't go back and change that night. And I can't go back and make a different decision. So here we are. And either I'm going to keep beating myself up for for it or I can forgive myself and move past it. Because, one, God has already forgiven me. And two, if I keep harping on this, and that's the energy, I keep putting energy to it, more situations like that are going to come to me. It's the law of attraction. Whatever you keep giving energy to, whatever you think about, whatever you talk about the most, is what's going to continue coming back. Because that's what you're putting energy to. And everything in this world is energy. We are all energy and we're all connected. So, if you want to connect more so with the good shit versus the bad, you're going to have to start thinking and saying and doing the things that you truly want in life. Truly, truly, truly want. And so with me, if I wanted, I, I wanted to stop seeing myself as a fat, ugly bitch, because that's really used to, what I used to think. I used to call myself a fat, ugly, black bitch. And I would always tell myself that every single day. Oh my God, you're so fucking stupid. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And so my life was comprised of the self-hatred that I had created. Um, The drugs, the abuse, um, the sexual assaults, like the disrespect that I was allowing because I really felt so little. And so now it's such a... A 360 to be so in love with yourself and to be speaking up for yourself and going for what you want. And I'm not going to get too deep into that because that's going to be the next episode. Um, But you deserve to be free. You deserve to be. And when I say free, I mean from the, the personal prison that you may have created in your mind, in your world, in your life. You deserve to be free from that. Forgive yourself for whatever mistakes you've made because you can't go back and change them. And it's okay. It's okay. 
We all make mistakes. I have made so many mistakes in my life, but look at me where I'm at now. I'm alive. I'm thriving. I'm happy. I am in love with Regal and she's growing into such a beautiful person. I'm meeting new people. I'm open to these connections. Good shit is just happening in my life. Because I believe that I deserve it and I'm working toward things that I feel like I deserve or that I even want. And then stuff is just starting to happen and I'm manifesting and I'm praying and I'm worshiping God through all the shit, through all the bad shit. I'm still praising his name through all the good stuff. I'm still praising his name Um, and believing I deserve it, believing I deserve it. Um, I know that if you're Christian, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to open a can of worms. We're going to put a pin in that one too because that's the conversation that I really want to have time and spend with. And it's just a question I have for the church. And I don't know what pastor I need to sit down with, but I need to have a conversation with a minister or a leader in a church. Um, So anyway, what I really want you guys to get from this is to be be good to yourselves accept yourself and baby please forgive yourself for anything that you're holding on to let it go and if you have a hatred in your heart for other people learn to let that shit go too because it will it's eating you it's not will it is eating at you and we don't want to be bitter we want to be better that's what life is about every single day waking up and being better and doing better than what you did yesterday Stop being in competition with these fake people that you don't know on social media. The only thing you got to do is be better than what you were yesterday. And so with that being said, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. I want y'all to stay true. Love you. Fuck self-doubt. Peace and blessings. I'm out.